Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hey, athletes. I love talking to you awesome gymnasts every week. Okay, today we're going to talk about a few keywords, just the important keys to the keywords. And I'm saying C-U-E, keywords. Some people call it like the lock-in words, right? Or the tight mind words. It's just a word that um, you choose to tell yourself in order to bring your thoughts in a line with what you truly want. So super simple, right? It sounds super simple. It's a higher brain or prefrontal cortex functioning, which is what we always want. We want to be using our prefrontal cortex as much as possible. That's the part of the brain that's capable of your long-term thinking. So sometimes you see gymnasts doing their mental cue words, their routine right before an event when they're just focusing on their um, visualization and their mental cues to produce those amazing routines. And sometimes it looks like gymnasts are kind of kind of looking funny, like twitching or convulsing or doing something funny, but all they're doing is preparing for that difficult skill or that routine, and they're getting their mind prepped, their mind ready to physically perform it. They are just combining the visualization and the cue words for every single move. So actions always follow our thoughts and images, right? You don't really want to look where you don't want to go. And this is the goal of cue words. You want to practice your cue words by placing yourself mentally in a competitive situation so you can practice for an actual event coming up. So you want to either practice as if every gym day is a huge competition or go to competitions knowing that you can practice that thought of every day is just another gym day. But either way, you want to be prepared. Sometimes when you go to a competition and you have these big thoughts, like this is a big deal, you're going to get different, well, you are going to get a different energy, a different feeling going on than if you're just going to practice every day going, yep, just practice, just practice. You go to a competition, you think, oh, this is where it counts. That feels something different. That creates a different result. You're going to get a different action and a different result with those kind of thoughts. So the cue words help you prepare for competitions mentally. You want to know how to control and command your mind during a competition? Use cue words. So you need to experience what it will be like when you take those skills into an area that's outside your comfort zone. You know, like, you know what your gym feels like, you know the sounds, the coaches, where they stand, everything that's created for you. However, when you're at a competition, there's going to be some things that happen, like where the opposing teams are, where the um, other athletes, the judges, the crowd, and you're going to have louder, probably louder noise from the audience. You may not be able to hear your floor music, right? It could be totally different in that way. But if you're not mentally prepared, then those distractions are going to be able to create a typically flawless routine into one that feels off, okay? Because you're going to start thinking about those things instead of what you need to think about. So when I'm in a gym, I often have moms come to me and they'll say, my daughter can do her routine so well at the gym, but when she competes, she falls apart. This is super typical, and it's just simply an untrained mind, okay? You have to practice the environmental changes to your daily routine in order to truly understand yourself in every situation. So oftentimes, you may have no idea what your mind is telling you. You'll be like, I don't know what I'm thinking. 
So an easy way to figure out what you're thinking is if your hands are getting sweaty and your heart is starting to race and your stomach's doing flips, this is a great time to stop and ask yourself, what am I feeling? And then when you can identify what it is you're feeling because of the sweaty palms and that, the racing heart, right? Then you can say, why am I feeling this? Okay. Once you can figure out what you're feeling and why, this is just slowing down the brain for a second, managing the emotion and deciding, okay, do I want the energy that's going to come from this thought and drive this action or do I want to change it? Okay, so if you want to change it, this is a good time to start practicing thoughts that generate the feelings that you do want during competitions so you can have them handy anytime you need them. I want you to think of one or two words that summarize exactly what you want to feel, and then you're going to be able to do the action that you want to do because of that feeling. So think of the cue words that you need in order to, to generate the feeling that you need in order to take the action that you want and get those results. I call it a cue word for every skill. You only want one word per skill, right? You don't want to have this big long sentence for every skill. Tell yourself something that seems to work whenever you sp stick that specific skill. You may have to try so many words, okay? But don't, don't just assume you're gonna figure it out right away. But come up with a, like a one phrase, maybe a two phrase that you can say out loud. And as soon as you say the word, then prep and go. But be patient as you search for the right word that signifies exactly what you need to command your body to do for you, right? Practice this cue word and create, create something for, or a word for every single movement of your routine. So your body responds in a desired manner and eventually on automatic. This is when you delegate that cue word to your subconscious. So you don't have to try to remember it anymore. It just comes as you're about to do the next movement. Vocalize a command, the cue word, and your body will perform it consistently a cue word may eventually stop working. And that's just because you're becoming stronger or faster or maybe more confident in your skills and your rhythm's just changing. Totally happens, not a big deal. You just need to change your cue word, okay? So, and you need to take massive action, meaning that you've got to keep trying some words when something stops working. Um, if you're a gymnast and you feel like something's just not quite right, something's off, it used to work when I thought this and now it's not working, that's totally normal. Especially when you have a cue word that's worked for a while, and it's gotten you to a new level, that's what it's for. It's creating another version of you, a stronger, faster, more powerful version. And when you 100% believe in your capabilities at one level, then things will need to change because your goal is now just a fact. You've just you've reached a goal, and instead of it being a goal, it's just become a reality. So that's just a new neutral C in your CTFAR model. We talked about CTFAR models in the past, so I would suggest just going back and listening to it if you don't know what this is about, okay? But you reach a new cue, you find a new cue word um, to see what else is possible for you and to see what other results you can create. The more you say those words, the more I believe you're going to experience that idea of that once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen because your mind's going to respond to what you allow to enter into it. It's going to fill you with and find you evidence for why your thought is true. Your mind loves to work for you when you give it a task. So if you ask it to look for reasons why you're reaching for something and that it might work, then it will. If you wonder if what you're doing will work, your brain will start looking for evidence why it might and why it might not. It's always easier for your brain to find reasons why it might not work because that's its default. Looking for possible future pain 
is what it's supposed to do. So you want to continue to redirect your brain to look for reasons why your desires are possible, why your choice might actually work this time. Instead of worst case scenarios, think about the best case scenarios, the best possible outcomes. Then you can decide which one to focus on, which one feels better. They're both always available to you at all times. All right, guys, so if you need help getting your cue words together for this season, if you're having an inconsistent season so far, go to flippinawesomecoaching.com and just schedule a free session. We will get you consistent and confident in no time. Okay, have a flippin' awesome week. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.